What's going on? What's going on, TBI Nation? It's the Basketball Insider here, and I'm here today with a very special guest. We've been talking about doing this podcast together for a minute now. I'm here with RT NBA, or as other some people say, Retweet NBA from Instagram and Twitter. What's good, bro? Tell us about yourself. Um, tell TBI Nation what's going on. Yo, what's up, TBI Nation? Uh, thank you for having me on, man. Um, yeah, man, I, I love hoops. Love talking about hoops. Love watching hoops. Everything hoops. I mean, honestly, I love I love every sport. So, uh, so instead of uh, ball is life, it's hoop is life. Hoops is life. Yeah, ball is life because ball doesn't sleep. You know. Facts, facts. So, when did you start um, RTNBA, and what made you start RTNBA? Um, it was either November or, or October of 2012. Wow. Um, yeah, I was uh, I was a valet, and uh, we would get like rushes. Um, so I'd park like a bunch of cars in like a 20 minute period, and then I'd sit down for like two or three hours doing nothing. Um, so and I love Twitter. So um, I saw my buddy had another account called NFL Retweet, and I decided I was like, "Yo, uh, you mind if I make an NBA retweet?" And he's like, "Yeah, go for it, man." But like, heads up, like you might quit because this, <laughs> this stuff is this stuff is annoying and hard. It, it doesn't make any sense. I was like, all right, whatever. Sounds good. And, um, I mean, of course had some bumps here and there, but, um, I guess I was able to, uh, continue working on it. And here we are in 2019. Wow. I can't believe it. You started in 2012. That's, that's insane. And the fact that you're still going at it, still killing the game. It's, um, it's amazing to see. I've been, a when, before I even started TVI, I was always on Twitter, always looking at your content. And you're definitely one of the, the main people that um, made me start my page. So I definitely thank you for that. And it's great to have you on uh, my podcast. Um, yeah, I appreciate it. I love hearing that from people. Uh, I, I, I don't hear it too much, but when I do, like, it, it helps out a lot. I, I love it. I also, it, it keeps me going, motivates me. But can you tell um, the people who are listening, um, how many followers do you have on Twitter and on Instagram? Um, I think I'm over 215,000 on RTMBA on Twitter. And I think I'm like around 44,000 on Instagram. Twitter um, is definitely was popping, bro. The, the, yeah. I'll, and as, as far as Instagram goes, I've only been on it, I think, since like December of 2017. Wow. So, yeah, like. I guess I feel like I'm finally getting used to it and finally understanding it and whatnot. Um, if I would have started it in 2012 or however, like, you know, early on, um, who knows where that account would have been. Right. But, hey, no regrets. Here we are. That's awesome, bro. I'm so happy to have you on. I'm so glad to be back on my podcast grind. Um, so today, what I really want to focus on is actually in a few hours from now is the draft lottery at 830. Um, and then following that, we have the beginning of the Western Conference Finals. So I definitely want to talk about the draft lottery and our predictions for the Western Conference Finals and the Eastern Conference Finals. So let's start with the draft lottery. How, how do you see this lottery uh, turning out, especially with the changes that the NBA has made um, in the odds? Um, kind of what I want to happen is I want the Knicks to get Zion. Me too. Or... Or do something with uh, Anthony Davis. I'm not a Knicks fan, but 
it'd be cool to see like New York winning or like New York being somewhat decent. Uh, I feel like it'll be good for the NBA and good for the market and whatnot. And uh, I have a bunch of like Knicks friends and whatnot that are diehard Knicks fans. So maybe I want to see them like a little happy here and there, you know? I, I definitely, listen, I'm, I've am i been living in New York the past uh, couple of months. So I'm definitely, I would love to see the rise of basketball again in New York, especially with the hype that Zion is getting is just insane. Um, but from what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing about the changes, the Knicks actually don't have such a high chance of getting that number one pick. Everybody's saying that they're going to fall to like four or five, which is pretty crazy uh, to think about. Um, but now this whole report about AD, I don't really fall in love with these reports. Yeah, I'm going to post it just because that's my job. But um, as just a fan, I, I don't know. Do you, do you think the Knicks would trade that number one pick for AD? Um, why not? You're getting, I mean, so you're getting an established superstar that gets, gets hurt often, but, uh, I mean, you guys are on the other end, uh, he could be, I'm not, I'm not going to compare him to LeBron, but he could be a LeBron like athlete, or he could be like, you know, that next guy up, um, that we thought like maybe like Wiggins would have been or something like that. Um, he, he could be that guy. So it's like, I mean, if the Knicks do trade that number one and get Anthony Davis, and Anthony Davis um, is still uh, – he's a superstar, you know what I mean? But if Zion yeah. turns out to be, like, let's just say, like, a player as good as uh, Kobe or LeBron or something like that, like, everyone's going to roast the Knicks for the next freaking 50 years, man. It's going to be a laughing stock, and I'm sure that Zion will come back to the garden, drop 50, and do all that because <laughs> if he does pan out to be what everyone wants him to be. Of course. Um, I just, it's just hard for me. Like, from what I was thinking is, if they do get AD, I think it's a lock that KD and Kyrie will come to New York. If they, I don't know, somehow, if they do end up trading that pick, if let's say they get the number one overall pick, I really think that AD and Kyrie would come to New York in a heartbeat. And then you start a new dynasty right there. You know? Yeah, I, I could see that, but... uh I I have Kevin Durant going to the Knicks. I would say I'm I'm not gonna say 100 percent because nothing's guaranteed. But I'll I'm, I'll give him a 90 percent chance of going to New York. Um, as far as Kyrie goes, I mean I I don't know how he thinks at all. Um, nobody I does. can't figure it out. Yeah, nobody really does. Um, but I believe he'll either be in uh somewhere in Los Angeles or the Knicks. But I'm gonna favor KD and Kyrie to team up and and uh, New York as long as um, the Knicks don't mess anything up or do something crazy this offseason. I I actually see... I don't know why, but I have a strong feeling that Kyrie might stay in Boston. Uh, I don't know. It's I, just... I, I, I was in Boston like two weeks ago, man, and I was talking to my friends that are Celtics fans, and I mean, they were they had high hopes beginning of the year and then early on like oh he's for sure staying now yeah you ask them they're like ah oh, they're thinking about it so the fact that these diehard Celtics fans are even thinking about it it's like you know what's gonna happen next and then Tory Rozier I mean Terry's like starting problems and whatnot yeah not really problems but he deserves to play man like let yeah, let him go first somewhere Terry's yeah. great just just because his numbers don't really show it and I know a lot of people are so statistical based and like if the, if he doesn't score like 30 points a game he's bad but 
what he did last year in the playoffs when Kyrie and Gordon were out, it was just phenomenal. And I'm I'm upset for him that he didn't have the same type of year or even like the playoffs for this year that he had last year. Yeah, I mean um, he's a hooper, bro. He's 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 a he's a hooper. He was born a hooper. Like that's what he does. So yeah. Um, I think he'll succeed wherever he goes. And he even said today no that time. if they keep bring back the same type of team, he he wants out, and he definitely. Can't I don't go blame out. him. I don't blame him. I don't blame him either. And I really I'm rooting for him that he can go somewhere that will give him a starting job, and he can you know where maybe here's another hypothetical thing. Let's say the the Suns they don't get Jay Morant, they should go after Terry Rozier and make him their starting point guard. Yeah, I, I could see that. Um. As long as he will, he's willing to give Devin Booker the ball because Devin Booker's gonna be the primary guy regardless. Yeah. So, but Booker it, has to learn, you know, how how to work with a actual point guard if he wants to go far in the playoffs or I mean in the season to make the playoffs. Yeah. Um, yeah. He he's still young though. He can learn. Um. Who knows though? Or he could end up being like the Kobe, just like chucking the ball type thing. Which a nothing against Kobe. I love Kobe. Uh, one of the greats. Can I have another hypothetical type of question for you? If the Suns get the first overall pick tonight, would you go after Zion because of the height and just because it's Zion, or would you go after a point guard in the draft, which is something they need? So my favorite player in the draft uh, is John Mora. Um, by far, he's my favorite. I love watching him play. I've been watching him for a few months before. Everyone jumped on. Uh, one of my one of my closer friends is is from Chicago, uh, so he's very familiar with Ja. Uh, he's been telling me about him for like the past year or so. Um, and it's funny because Ja also follows me on Twitter, uh, so that's love right there. But um, that's awesome. His his style of play is just so smooth, man. Like if you fall in love with that game, it, it's just it's too nice. And if you especially like the world was the world finally got to watch him. Uh, March Madness, and it's kind of like it's John, like four, four guys. It's it's what it is. It's yeah. John, four guys. It's like yes, play defense. He has to do this. He has to hustle. Blah blah blah. This and that. So I mean, I I do love John. Do I think he'll go number one? I doubt it. But um, that's probably why I'm not in the front office. So <laughs> like that, you know. But again, back to my original question: If you were the Suns and you do get the number one overall pick, you, you're saying that you you would take J- Jair Morant over Zion? Uh, this is gonna be on freezing cold takes in like five years, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> yeah, man, give me Ja. Uh, I believe in Ja, and and it's not that's not taking anything away from Zion. I th- I still think like, dude, he's either gonna be a like a freaking monster or he's gonna be. Uh, or he's going to be just like a, a pretty good player. I, I don't think there's anything lower than that because, I mean, he's built like a monster. Um, I don't know. I just like John Moore, man. Uh, I don't know. You know what I'm scared about? Let's say the Knicks get lucky. They get their first overall pick. They don't end up trading it. They keep Zion. And then all of a sudden we get a report during the summer that Zion's injured and out for the year. <laughs> because Dude, that'd be rough. That's tend to happen over the past couple of years, and it's been occurring like – Every year, almost. So, I just I pray for him that it doesn't happen. But especially after what happened in Duke, I really don't think the kid is really like healthy. You know, no. Who's Ion? Yeah, you don't think so? Ah, uh, I guess we'll see in the combine. Because I mean, they 
they test these guys. They do everything possible no, to course. make sure. Yeah, so I but, don't know. But think about him once he gets onto a team, adjusting to the level of competition in the NBA and all the workouts yeah, yeah, and all yeah. the training. Like, man, that will take a toll to his body. As much as we... We sh- we talk about how big he is and how strong he is and athletic and all that stuff. Like it's still gonna be a major, like smack in the face to the second yeah. he gets to the NBA. Or or you know if I were the Suns um, and I had the first pick, maybe I would either draft Zion or I would trade it if they if I mean if they don't want a job yeah. because I mean with I don't think Zion could fit on that team, um, especially with them drafting a. Uh, DeAndre last year and whatnot, you know, and they have uh, Josh Jackson. It's just one of those whole, things that it looks good on court. paper compared to how it works out on the court. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it, it might not be the, the nicest thing. And, you know, the Suns play a fast-paced offense. So, um, you know, where uh, it would be cool if Zion does go, and I think um, this team would be really good next year. Let me, let me throw a little lineup at you. At point guard, Trey Young. Trey Young, yeah, I was going to say the Hawks. Kevin Herter, yeah. At small forward, um, Taurean Prince. At power forward, you have Zion, and at center, you have John Collins. Like that team, if they can, if they get lucky and they get the first overall pick, oh my god. Yeah, yeah, I, I could see them just because they're in the East, though. But if they're in the West, I don't see them doing much. But even with that team, I think they'd be like a like a ten seed. Um, but I mean, Trey Young. Trey Young's been Trey Young's played out of his mind since All Star break. Oh so, yeah, um, that that's a definitely a big factor. Um, Speaking now that you brought, okay, now that I kind of brought up Trey Young, a little side point. Who do you have? I want to know who you have for, like, who are your picks for MVP and Rookie of the Year? So start um, with Rookie of the Year since we already since we're on that topic. Yeah. So I decided on my Rookie of the Year and MVP already. Probably like. A week or two, or probably like three games before the season ended, yeah. I decided it was it was James Harden. Um, wow, and uh, and Luka Doncic, which yeah. I think everyone's kind of like on the Giannis bandwagon right now. And I, I mean, if I were to change my decision, I mean, Giannis is definitely showing out. Um, and that's not that's not to take away from Giannis, but what I would honestly like, I wouldn't mind. If we have a co MVP and co rookie of the year, well, especially co rookie of the year. No, um, I I wouldn't mind a co MVP rookie of the year. I'm giving it to Doncic. Like I that okay. dude, that dude. Listen, I definitely appreciate what Trey Young da- did. I'm a huge fan of his. I was before everybody else started. You know, when he got drafted, everybody was like, "He's gonna be the best. He's this. He's that." All hate towards the kid, and the yeah. fact that he just went off after the All Star break. But listen, like Doncic, he was very consistent throughout the year. Like it, it was every day one man is crazy. Came out and balled, balled yeah. right away. So yeah, you watch him. He's like, man, he's like a seasoned veteran. It's kind of weird. It's like I know, it's right? Like he's only gonna get better, and he's only gonna read better. He's not like he's gonna understand the game even better. Look like a rookie. He didn't I even know. look like a rookie. He, that's what messed up thing. And that's what also I'm going to say about Donovan Mitchell last year. He didn't look like a rookie. He looked like a guy who's been playing the league for at least two, three years now. Yeah, I mean, he looked um, like a rookie early on this year, I'll tell you that. <laughs> that's true. Um, he was breaking every shot. Yeah, that that's true. He might he could have been a rookie this year, but they still he still ended up killing it for that team. 
You know, uh, I'll tell you who will be a rookie next year and who was a rookie this year. Can you guess it? Who is a rookie this year that's going to look like it next year? Yeah. No. Ben Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> Good joke, bro. Good joke. Yeah, You're definitely yeah. one of those that comments that stuff on Instagram. Like you should win Rookie of the Year this year. That was a good one. I I I I like the jokes. Um, but now jokes aside, um, for my MVP, as I already said, Rookie of the Year is Doncic. But I'm going with Giannis. Just listen. I I I agree with you on your pick with Harden. I cannot say you're dumb for saying it or that's a dumb pick or all that nonsense that goes on because his this season, the fact that they were in what the 14th seed. And then he brought them to the second seat at some point, but they ended up in fourth. It, it, it was just spectacular, especially with all his stats and the 40-point games, the 50-point games, the 60-point exactly. games that he's had. But there's a but. Giannis, last year this team was in seventh place in the Eastern Conference, took the Celtics to seven games and lost. Mm-hmm. They had a, a nice... Off season, well, actually, they really kept their core in the off season. Um, they just got a new coach. They won sixty games and finished in first place. Like in my eyes, that's a huge jump. Like for the Rockets, we were expecting them to finish in second place again or in first place. Sorry, they finished in first, right? So the fact that Giannis was able to lead his team like that and just put up the numbers that he did on offense and on defense. Man, I, 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 I can't look past that. I really can't. So, I mean, uh, I love how the books are built. It's it's literally, it's Giannis and shooters. Like, yep, it yep. doesn't get better than that. Like, it's how, funny because every person you talk to about that, that's how they describe that team. Giannis yeah, it's, and shooters. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Pistons fan. You know how annoyed I yep. was first round, dude? It's like, either Giannis is going in and dunking on someone or he's going again and getting a call or he's going in and dishing it out. And let's just say Brooke Lopez will be at the logo. He'll shoot it. Chris Middleton will somehow figure a way to to shoot it at a corner three or something like that. Uh, Miritich will come in and bless that boy. Like I mean, they're all over the place. Yeah, that um, for sure. Actually, now that you mentioned about the Pistons, what changes do you think they need to make? Actually, also on top of that, how do you feel about Dwayne Casey? Because we basically gave him to you from yeah, a Raptors. Yeah. Uh, fan base yeah yeah um no thank you guys for uh doing casey really uh, it, it's not that i didn't like stan van gundy no i mean he was i liked him i didn't even want to see him go but uh i feel like Dwayne casey is doing what he can with what we have um we really didn't have that much we really didn't have shooters this year um and reggie jackson was up and down, and I mean, I, there was a point where Reggie was playing really, really, really well. Um, so I salute him for that. But the inconsistencies and whatnot um, was a little rough. Uh, you know, Blake came to play every night. Dre came pl- to play every night. Uh, I think he averaged like twenty and sixteen, close to seventeen uh, this year, and he was one game away from breaking uh, a record uh, of the most twenty twenties in a year. I think in like almost forty years or something. Yeah. So, I think he had 12, and he was about to hit 13. Um, so, I, I mean, just like Luke was finally, like, opening up and flourishing. and He, start, he started to shoot. So, I like seeing that. Maybe Casey's better at um, bringing the player out because uh, it was a little different, you know. Like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Wayne Ellington. 
man, he didn't live up to what I thought he could have been. Um, yeah, but I mean, like that's that's love right there. Like no matter what, like I still love my team and whatnot, and the players on the team. But uh, I just wish he played a bigger role. Uh, Langston Galloway did really well. Um, he came off the bench, no complaints. Like he was dropping shots like crazy. He helped us come back from a bunch. He had he had us like he helped us like make leads bigger and whatnot. And he played in crunch time, so I would definitely appreciate that. Um, but. Yeah, but I mean, we'll see what's gonna happen. I mean, the if you come to Detroit and you ask them what's wrong with the Pistons, everyone's gonna tell you point guard. Um, and if you look at the draft, there are a, a, a number of point guards that the Pistons could take, but I don't know if they'll be. There's no way they'll be able to start. Um, at least I don't think so, right away. But um, some development players and like what I told you earlier, I think Casey can develop players because that team in Toronto is the team he freaking built, you know what I mean? Right. Like, that's his blueprint, you know? Like, it's kind of like how Mark Jackson left the Warriors. I mean, I'm not trying to say the Pistons are at the Warriors level or even at the Raptors level, even though we did sweep them uh, this year. Uh, I had to throw that out there. Um, uh, yeah, so, like, you know, Mark Jackson left, Steve Kerr came in, and a couple of tweaks and whatnot, and then look at him now type thing, you know? Yeah. I, um, listen, I'm not a... I wasn't really a fan of Casey's. Um, a lot of people know that. As much as like I thank him for what he's done, but I don't know. I I just I never really liked the way he coached the team. I actually I was very up and down with him. Like I at one point I hated him when they when they signed him. Then I liked him. Then I hated him again. Just like I feel about Larry. I liked him at first, and now I can't stand the dude. Like. Every time somebody throws something like positive about Larry, I will retaliate with a negative thing about Larry. That's just how I am right now. And that's how I was with Casey. So the day last year when I heard that they fired him was probably one of the happiest days of my life because I thought it was time to move on from the dude and get something else. I wasn't so happy about Nurse, but now I'm, I'm a little bit better after this year um, seeing how he coached the team. But yeah, definitely props to Casey. Thank thank him for developing the Raptors like he did. Um, and I'm happy that he's moved on and he got a, a job right away in, in Detroit. So that's awesome. Yeah, and uh, it's funny because when you guys signed Nurse and I'm like, they they could have just kept Casey. Like, what 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 changed your type thing? You know, that's what I was like, what? I was like, Nurse was underneath Casey. He's probably going right. to follow I really like a lot of the similar stuff and whatnot. But it's funny that you're saying that you like you hated Casey at one point, then you loved him, then you hated him. Before he came to Detroit, um, it's just like when LeBron goes to Toronto and kind of just like dismantles Toronto, uh, yeah. they they put Casey on on national television, and his like look is just like, man, like like this is taking a toll on me. So like that face that I always saw on TV after LeBron was dismantling Toronto is the face I just had in Dwayne Case. Like that's the face I have I had in my head prior right. to from Detroit, you know. It's like, oh, you think about Casey that that's the face I thought about um but it's kind of wiped out now and and I'm okay. I mean, I, I definitely thought we'd be more of like a 5 seed or something because I thought we would improve a lot more, but um not complaining, man. We made it to the playoffs. I finally got to go to a game in the new arena uh, or games. Uh, do I wish we would have went and advanced further or even, like, not got swept? Of course. But, yeah. hey, look, they almost swept the Celtics. The books destroyed the Celtics, you know what I mean? After game one. Uh, it was a gentleman sweep. Yeah, gentleman sweep, man, for real. 
And um, you guys definitely have a bright future. You guys, again, just like every team needs some uh, minimal, minimal change. Um, you know, like you said, at the point guard position, once you guys get that piece, you still have Blake, you still have Dr- uh, Drummond, and you guys are good to go. Um, now on to the next topic. I just quickly want to talk about our predictions for like the Eastern and Western Conference Finals. Um, so we know that the Blazers will be playing the Warriors, and then the Bucks will be playing the Raptors. So what's your take on... Let's start with the Western Conference Finals. What's your take on the Western Conference Finals? What I want to happen is I'd like to see uh, it go to seven. Of course, I'd like every game go to seven. Um, man, I'd love to see Damian Lillard in the finals. I, that dude would go crazy. Like, I could see him shooting from – I could see him doing, like, what Curry was doing a few years yeah. ago from, like, the logo, like, like the – when they were going crazy, I could see Damien trying to do that stuff. Um, and I love, I, I love, the, I like, I really like the Blazers a lot. Um, but do I really care? I don't really care. I'd like to see either team. I love seeing both teams play. But I mean, I have watched a lot of the freaking Warriors over the past however many years. So it'd be nice to get a new face in there. I would say, man, I want us, I, I want Blazers in seven, but I think we'll probably get. Warriors and six, but I don't know when Katie's coming back. Like, yeah. yeah, I think Katie's ruled out through game two at least, right? Bro, I, I actually, yeah, they said like they'll find out after game two, is from what I understood. Yeah. Because they said they're so, evaluating him on Thursday and the second game is on Thursday. Um, so I believe they need Katie to win. If Kate, like, they might, uh, they might go down one, they might be one one after two. And then depending on Katie, if Katie comes back, um, and he's back to how he played, then I would say Warriors in six. If he comes back and he's slow, I'd get Blazers in seven. Bro, I actually I actually think that the Warriors are just as good without KD. I know that's crazy to say, but the way that Curry played in the second half against Houston, if that dude can just play a full uh, 48 minutes like that or a full round like that, they're just as good. Like they're back to that yeah, seventy three. Outside of that, like outside of that fourth quarter, he hasn't been doing anything else. Like, like there's a reason why I've been calling him Seth Curry's brother or Ayesha's husband because <laughs> he's been he's been missing all all these playoffs, you know. So, I mean, the K- KD put the team on his back. KD's been carrying oh, the team course. in the playoffs. Oh, of course. I'm not. I'm not saying anything negative about how KD has been playing. But you take off KD and you saw what Steph was doing those last crucial minutes. That was Steph of. Uh, when they're running for that Bulls record, yeah, like, that was that was that stuff, you know. My, I think uh, my prediction is Warriors in five, just because the Blazers always tend to struggle against the Warriors. Like um, over the past few years, they played each other. I don't know, like maybe f- every year they play each other in the in the playoffs. Maybe not last year, but before that, they've played each other multiple times, and they just never tend to do well. The Warriors always get their number, so I feel like. It's going to be the same thing this year. Maybe they'll win one or two games, but I don't know. I don't – even without KD or even without Cousins, I think Cousins w- might play. Um, I don't see the – what's it called? The uh, the Blazers beating the Warriors in seven, just like, you know, you're saying. Um, I think uh, Damian Lillard mentally is in a better place than he's ever been, and I think he's at that cold-blooded, like, mentality to where he doesn't care who's in front yeah. of him. 
So that's why, and especially how he played versus OKC, which in the past, man, Russell would make him his, his baby. Yeah. You know, it was different. Just like kind of how Drew handled him last year. So um, I think it's a different monster this year. I really, I believe in Dame. Uh, I hope he doesn't prove me wrong. He definitely um, has went up my list. I was sleeping on that team and on him all year, but after what he did to Russ and OKC in the playoffs, that's yeah. it. He went up on my on my list. I definitely have Steph, Kyrie, and Dame right now, and a lot of people are saying and, 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 and is I mean, Dame better than Kyrie? Yeah, it's, I mean Dame is definitely up there, but and CJ McCollum, you can't really take anything away from him. He was injured. He got back. Uh, he's, I mean, he's the reason they won last game. So that that one two punch is is crazy, and the Ennis Cantor's uh roughing it up. Uh, I think he has like a separated shoulder or whatnot, and then. John Collins, Myers Leonard, Aminu, Harkless, like all these guys are playing like really crucial minutes. Even Seth Curry, man. Seth Curry's putting the Curry family on the map this playoffs. Yeah. That's um he's definitely he's definitely improved his game. Um and I I can't wait to see the Curry brothers going head to head against each other. Um, especially with the parents they have you have to pick which son to root for. <laughs> that's gonna be funny. Yeah, that's gonna be rough. Uh, I got a meme I'm gonna post too right right after I get off this call. I got a meme about about that. So you'll you'll be looking forward. Yeah, to I that. will definitely tag me in it. Let me. I got you. I let got me you. see the attention. Um. So now let's just move over real quick to the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, what's your take on on the East? Man, I've been saying Raptors hey. since. Since bef- like literally before the playoffs even started, and that's solely based off of uh, Kawhi. And I've been telling everyone this: like, if Lowry doesn't, all right, can I swear on this? I I probably should even swear regardless. Um, if Riley doesn't like, like poop his pants, <laughs> um, I think that team will advance to the finals. Like, it's literally all up to him. He's like, the X factor, he, and I also have been saying he, that he's the X factor can of that he team. Be decent. Can he be decent, or is he gonna put up seven points in a in a game? Like you know, like if you look at the games, like if he plays decent, man, they're either very close to winning or they're winning. Right. No, that's a hundred percent true, and he's definitely an X factor, and that's why it makes me so mad that the games rely on him because it, it's just that. Be, imagine being Kawhi's mindset of him having to carry a team like that who actually have like a lot of great players, but they're just not stepping up in, in this time, which they need to step up. They need to play great basketball and they really haven't except for Kawhi, honestly, except for Kawhi. Yeah, yeah. Even Siakam has been very inconsistent. He had a great first round. He had a great first two games that maybe against uh, Philly. And then that's it. He kind of shut off. Um, yeah, because he he injured his calf and somehow yeah. still played. He was doubtful and he still came back and played somehow. So I I don't know. I'm I'm really as a Raptors fan and a lot of people know I'm really really scared about this matchup against the Bucks. Um, I'm not betting against my team. I have them in se- the Raptors in seven games. Um, yeah. I've read a lot of people going against the Raptors saying Bucks this, Bucks that. But I mean, Bucks are the clear favorites. They have the rest record. Yeah. They've been destroying teams. As people should say, I mean, you're not going out of a limb if you're saying Bucks and four, Bucks and five right. or anything like that, you know. But I just think that the playoff experience that the Raptors have, I hope, will catch up to them and will dismantle the Bucks, and we will move on to our first ever NBA Finals. Um, and I feel that the second we move on to the Finals, that will be a lock on Kawhi, and he will stay with Toronto. Yeah. So I was gonna say, if you guys lose this, lose this round, I think he's gone. Me too. 
literally think he's gone. Like, and it's gonna get it's gonna get messy. People were there, saying so. how after that shot that he made the other night, that that was his lock that he's staying. I'm like, really? You think this guy no. cares that he made a game winning shot? He showed emotion for less than a minute of him screaming, yeah. and then people started like reporters were going after him, and he was back to his humble self. You know. Yeah, unless Drake has given him his uh, his airplane or whatever that thing is, <laughs> that, pri- that big private jet. My guy, I don't even think it. that will entice him to stay, all right? It's Kawhi, Yeah, bro. I mean, hey, I, hey man, the, the weather is not nice, so I, I'd want to get out of there ASAP, too. I mean, I'm in Detroit, so we have some of the weather. Yeah, you guys but... are the same in Detroit. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's not yeah, it's yeah. not any better over there. <laughs> so, so to say it, I would like to see the Raptors win. I, I really don't care. Like I honestly, I don't care what side it goes on. But um, like I because I've been saying I think the Raptors will make it to the finals. So I'll say Raptors in six or seven. Awesome. Let's just say six. Um, but I don't care. I would love to see Giannis in the finals. Um, that guy's gonna be a monster. He's literally getting better every game. Like, yeah, it's insane. And once he gets that three point shot down, it's gonna be he. He actually oh, has man. been. Like, I know he doesn't take a lot of threes, but when he does take yeah. it, he's actually not that bad. He's been shooting, like, 32% from three, like, in the postseason. Yeah. That's decent. Yeah, I think decent. when the Pistons played him, they, they were like, yo, take that three. Like, we'll, we'll take the chances because everyone else is probably going to get knock it down. Yeah. No, it's for sure. I'm, I'm Again, as a fan, I'm scared about this dude because he can literally take over LeBron's throne in the East any second. So, having Kawhi versus Giannis, this is, like, a pivotal um like series to see who really is the king of the east right now so yeah and you you know you know what would be the best thing about this call is we can listen to this in like five months yeah and we can listen to listen to us saying like oh wow we sound really stupid or like wow we were kind of spot on and stuff because i did one in august prior to the season and it's funny because i called out some nice stuff but I said the I didn't think the Bucks were gonna be anything like this. I think I gave the Bucks like sixty seed or something, which I think was probably the consensus. You yeah, know? But I think I gave them the fifth seed or something like that. I did not think yeah. they're gonna win sixty games and go to first place. That's why I have Giannis at for at MVP, bro. That's exactly why. Yeah. yeah, that's a good argument. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna judge, yeah. go against that. You know, no, exactly. That's just what I said about James Harden too. I'm not gonna. I can't really argue with somebody who's saying Harden because. There's not much to argue about. Like it's, it could happen. Yeah, definitely. But, hey, man, I really appreciate you coming on. I definitely want to do another one with you, um, very soon. Um, and I'm happy to be back on this podcast. So appreciate you. Um, and hey, man, let's let's see what happens starting tonight. It's gonna be interesting. Of course, of course. And let's not leave out uh, R.J. Barrett, man. He's a wonderful player. Yep. Uh, he's obviously probably most likely going to be one of those top three to go. Canada repping, um, brother. W- Canada repping. Yeah, I just wanted to put him out there because I feel like uh, we left him out. We but, did leave uh, him definitely. out. Definitely. R.J. Barrett's nice, real nice. R.J., if you're listening but, to this, go get him, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but RTBI, thank you for having me on, man. I appreciate Thanks. it. Thank you, Retweet NBA. I appreciate you. Thank and you. let's do this again soon, all right? Of course, boss. Take All right, care. bro. Have a good day. And, and the rest of y'all, peace. Thank you for listening. Keep liking, subscribing, sharing. You know what to do. Peace.